If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the How to Sell a House podcast. This episode, we're going to get into kind of high-level stuff. What's the process of selling a house? You've thought about it. You want to put your house on the market. You want to, Lauren just said as we were going, uh, as we were chatting prior to this episode, all you got to do is put a yard sign for sale sign in your yard and you're good to go, right? That's it? Uh, no, there's a little, just a little more. Well, it depends actually. If you don't care who buys it, you don't care what happens, you can do that. Yeah, see what so, happens. So it kind of comes down to you, but we're going to get into the full process of basically how to sell your house. So there's about eight ish steps uh but yeah we're gonna get into that i'm chris erickson i'm cassie lewis lauren sanders and we are out here real estate agents in north county san diego so if you guys are thinking about selling out here hit us up what about austin we do have agents referral we have a great referral maui? network maui maui yes yeah. check check got, check. got it maui where else denver colorado yeah got some good Boulder. Denver folk yeah yep yeah. Not just Austin, but also Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you had to go there, I've lived there for a little bit. So. <laughs> no, this is That's if you're only selling if it's a, a necessity. house. <laughs> if you're selling just your kidding, house in Houston. To all the Houstonites, or Houstonians actually is the proper term for folks oh, wow. from just, I thought you might. That's, That's like I'm throwing out knowledge this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got, we got a great referral network uh, if you're not in San Diego. So if you need a great agent where you're living, go to howtosellahousepodcast.com. And just hit us up. We'll connect you with somebody great in your neck of the woods. And also, we have a ton of other episodes over there on this whole process of how to sell your house. That's kind of what our podcast is all about. Give you everything you need to know about how to sell your house. So when you are ready to sell, you already have a ton of knowledge. The more you know, the less stress you will have because you're going to know what to expect. So setting expectations. As we jump into this, the first step that we have on here is listen to this podcast. Like I just said, because we have episodes on all these things that we're going to go through today, more in depth, like full on episodes on what the whole process is on open houses, on offers and negotiations and kind of what to expect and closing and a little bit of everything. So go over to how to sell house podcast.com and that's where we got everything. That's where everything is housed. So the next step is to hire an agent to help you actually chat with agents period, but also hiring an agent to help you in the process of selling your home. Uh, this is really just getting your team built to help sell your house. They're going to help you with preparation, what you need to do to prepare. They're going to put you in touch, hopefully, hopefully with some of the vendors that they use to either stage or paint or get some maintenance done or termite if you're around in, in a spot that has that. They're going to help you kind of build that team around you. And then they're also going to help you with the important parts of how to price your home and how to promote your home. So Hiring an agent is a huge, important step. And like Chris mentioned earlier, if you don't have an agent already in mind, definitely get in, a in touch with us. We can help find a really good agent in your area. And then also listen to some more episodes. We've talked about how to interview agents. We'll, we'll even do that for you, though. If yeah. you know where you're going and you need an agent. And it's never too early to, to hire your agent. You can get them on board six months eight months, nine mm -hmm. months, a year mm -hmm. out to help you start getting all this stuff ready because it's a process to get your house ready for the market. And the agent doesn't get paid until you sell your house, until you close. So it's basically a free consultation, free guidance throughout this whole process until your house closes. So why not get on that super early? We, we, I watched our 
roundtable we did in January, and we were talking about that then. Mm-hmm. Even if you're thinking about selling at the end of this year, and I'm certain people that took that advice probably moved up their timeline based on things that were going on. So that's part of it too. That you can't you can't really start it too early because things change, and maybe you need to move up your timeline. So so we went through kind of what you do to get your house ready to go, and then there's this like showtime part of the whole thing where. You open your house up to the buying public. And so the the go live portion of what we're talking about is scheduling that when you're going to have the first showings, when you're going to have um, open houses, all those things you do to, to begin, get on the roll of opening your house up to the public. And so Cassie kind of mentioned about the photography. You know, we think every all the agents do the same thing. Yeah, to a degree. But isn't it more important the way they do what they do? Because... Like you just said, yeah, I can take photos with my phone. And so, yeah, you're going to have photography. Actually, I'll even shoot some video with my phone for you, too. <laughs> uh, but but that's not the important thing. It's the way they do it. The timeline you do this, go live, how you schedule it, set it up. Very important to kind of build some build some uh, excitement. excitement. Yes, get, get people ready to come see your home. We got more details on that in other episodes. But so go live is next, showings, open houses. And then you get to the next phase. Where do we go after that? Yeah, so you're doing your showings. You, you went live. Once it goes live, it goes everywhere. So you could even look up your house on Zillow and Redfin and Compass and all that kind of stuff and kind of see how it is portrayed. I mean, your agent should be showing you that anyways, but um, it goes out everywhere. So people are going to be checking out your house, coming to see your house. So just be prepared to be out of the house for all those showings, for those open houses, in the timeline, it could be on the market. It's just really going to depend on what the current market is. So this kind of process could be a while before we get to the offer slash negotiation section, which is the next step in the process. But during those showings too, like Lauren mentioned, we have a ton of episodes on how to get it ready for open houses for that first weekend of showing, all that kind of stuff. And it's super important. The better it shows, hopefully the better offers you're going to get, which is the next step. Somebody writes an offer on your property or offers as we're seeing, as we, as we have seen in the recent past where you have a few different offers coming in from a few different buyers. You're going to start negotiating with different ones, either price, terms, whatever is important to you. What's your timeline looking like? And kind of choose the best buyer for your situation. It might be price, which a lot of times it is. People want to get the most They're willing to give up a little bit of luxury as far as, let's say, a rent back or a quicker close or a longer close or a longer escrow for more money. During this offer negotiation process, ultimately, you're going to be narrowing it down to one buyer who's going to get their offer accepted on your property. And once again, it's just going to come down to what makes best sense for you. Even, Even price and terms and all that kind of stuff, one thing that your agent will do is vet buyers with reaching out to their potential lender to see, make sure they are well qualified, reach out to the agent and see, get a little more information on these buyers. Cause not only do you want the best offer right up front, but you also want the best offer that is going to go through with everything and close on your property. So you do have that certainty. So the more upfront work that your agent does, as far as vetting these potential buyers, the better off they're going to be once you do get, once you do accept an offer. The next step, is once you've accepted that offer, 
Um, it's time for the buyers to do their due diligence. That's contingency period. Contingency period. <laughs> that's right. Um, and they're going to go through and they're going to schedule their inspections. They're going to go through and do a home general home inspection most of the time. If there's other things that come up, other aspects, if it needs to be looked at by a roofer or by a plumber or by whatever other trade, they're going to do all of those inspections in that contingency period. This is at the same time they're going through the disclosures that you put through as the seller. Um, and your agent will walk you through the disclosures and, and sit down and you know chat through all of the things that you need to disclose, which is everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> so these will then be passed off to the buyers as well. The buyer will also be going through their lender, the lender side of the process too. So that's probably going to be an appraiser in most cases, come into the house to see what the value of your house is worth. This is the buyer's time to get through that. Um, there also might be, if they've finished all their inspections, if there's major things that come up, there might be a secondary negotiation uh, with a request for repair. As a seller, you're not obligated to do anything for, for repairs. You don't have to give credit. You don't have to do any repairs. But this is a time where the buyer and seller kind of have a, a little bit of a secondary negotiation to see if anything will be done repair-wise or credit-wise. In certain areas, too, they do these inspections up front. As a seller, you will be doing these up front. So even in California, like Northern California, a lot of times they do these pre-home inspections, which depending on if you're up there, you might your agent might recommend getting a home inspection right off the bat to provide all these buyers. So they kind of know a little bit more information when they are writing the offer. So these secondary negotiations aren't as much of a surprise. They kind of know what's going on with the systems in the house and what's going on with everything. And Southern California, it is mostly, we kind of do it during the inspection periods where the buyer's doing all their inspections, but it really depends on where you are and what inspections are going to be best. And the other two things in the where the buyers are doing their work, like Cassie mentioned, appraisal and kind of loan, making sure they're getting on that. But that comes back to the offers too. Not every buyer is going to have an appraisal or a loan. Sometimes they're cash buyers. A lot of people say, you know, cash is king, but it really depends. Like mentioned earlier, you know, is this buyer going to get us to the finish line, even if it is cash versus a loan? And even on the loan side too, if the buyer is putting more down, there's opportunity for the appraisal to be waived, which is a huge benefit. First, it saves the buyer a little bit of money, but uh, it just is it eliminates one aspect that could snag up the deal. In these first few steps, getting prepped, going live, doing all your showings, all your open houses, they're doing all their inspections. Kind of once you get past that point, it settles down a little bit. You're going to be signing some bunch of paperwork through escrow and communicating with your agent and getting everything squared away. But those first sections are where you're going to do a lot of the work and it's going to feel like a lot of just stuff coming at you. A good agent is going to guide you through it, make sure everything's clear, communication's good. But still, you as the home seller are going to have to put in some work as well. And that's kind of where all that happens. Com communication is the key in all of this. Yeah. With your escrow officer, with your agent, with your title, you know, all those people that are part of the team. And one thing back to that front where you do hire your agent, if they do have a lot of experience, they've done a lot of deals in the past, they, they will have they're, the, they're recommended or they're, their team that they have worked with a lot and they know that they are really good at what they do as far as a uh, title person, as far as escrow, as far as anything else in the transaction that might need to be done. That's why hiring an agent who does have some experience and knows uh, all these other people within the within the transaction that need to be in place for it to be as, sm as smooth as possible transaction. During this particular process is when it's super important to have people that are experienced and know what they're doing because there's red flags that come up 
along this process and some transactions that can help you prepare for maybe some negative things that might go on. And one real quick thing too, when the buyers are doing their inspections, the main inspection is that general home inspection down here in Southern California. We always recommend our buyers get a termite inspection as well, at least on detached homes, condos, it depends, or townhomes, it just varies. But depending on what buyer you have during their inspection period, they could do any and all inspections that they want to make themselves comfortable with purchasing the home. So whether it be a sewer inspection or a HVAC inspection, or just kind of something that Maybe it's something that they had happen in their past. You're like, well, my house is fine. My roof's fine. But they still want to get it checked out so that they have peace of mind. So just let them do what they need to do and kind of go through that process of their inspections. Here's the good news. We've got through the whole process. Your day of closing has arrived. So for the most part, really, the buyers are the ones that go into escrow day or so before closing to sign some documents. Usually as a seller, you're completed with that early on. But the closing process is actually the day when the the buyer's money comes into escrow, the title clears the, the property to close, and you close. Where we're at, really, it's almost like a, for some people, we have even talked to clients about it, it's like a letdown. You go through all this stuff, and all these things are going on, and you know it seems like you got 20 things going on, and then you know they just call you and say, hey, we're closed. Um, and, and, and so... It, it feels like a letdown uh, in, in previous places I've worked as an agent out in Texas. Everybody would show up at the table. So buyers, sellers, you have a title closing representative and go through and it would be kind of more of a formal thing. And, and there's some places it's, it's that way still. But where we're at, basically, you're going to get a call. Hey, uh, the loan's funded. We've re- released the recording, the home to record. Title goes down and records, you know, takes takes the title. Once that's done down at the county recorder, then it's official. Hopefully you've prepared for this too, but the move part, which is always the most fun of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Hire a professional mover. <laughs> oh man, I've moved a lot of times, but yeah, that is part of the whole planning process is kind of what's your timeline for moving? Like it, whatever it says, whatever you've agreed upon in those negotiations is the day of close, the day that the buyer takes possession and can move in. Is there a three day rent back or is there a 30 day rent back or whatever it might be? You've had that planned out with your agent stuff. So make sure you get on the timeline, know when you have to move out, do that preparation ahead of time. Get a pod out there, you know, get a professional movers. Like if you could move out a few days before, just make it a little stressful. Less stressful. A little more stressful. <laughs> a little less stressful might be an option. But if are you going long-term, short-term storage, are you moving across country, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of other things to think about, a lot of other situations that you might be in. So just chat with your agent and what's the best plan of action for that. So that's the whole process of selling a house. We kind of broke it down into eight steps. But like I mentioned, we have a ton of other episodes on all these and go a little bit more in depth. We kind of just touched on the surface of all these. I mean, there's a lot involved. So with every house sale, there are a lot of moving parts. Get your team in place. Make sure you are, well, make sure you are and they are communicating. So all this stuff is, let's say, as stress-free as possible. Like I said, there's going to be stress in this process, as with anything. But the better prepared you are, the better off you're going to be at the end. So if you need some more information, go check out the other episodes at howtosellahousepodcast.com where we have a ton more information and we can hook you up with somebody great in your neck of the woods if you are thinking about selling your house. Howtosellahousepodcast.com. Catch you guys all on the next episode.